A news story I read about last week came from a paper published in Diancy, the online journal of the Natural History Museum, Rotterdam. The story begins with a patient at an Antwerp, Belgium hospital noticing a Eurasian magpie nest in the hospital courtyard. The huge nest was made with 1,500 anti-bird spikes, those sharp metal pins set in strips along roofs, eaves, and other structures installed to repel gulls and other birds from alighting on the building. Intriguingly, the magpies pointed the anti-bird pins outward, making the nest, quote, an impregnable fortress, as biologist Alka Florim Heimstra, lead author of the paper, put it, quote, because the magpies appear to be using the pins exactly the same way we do, to keep other birds away from their nest, end quote. This use is doubly ironic, iron being the main component of the stainless steel spikes. Magpie nests are roofed, which makes the eggs and chicks safer from both the elements and predators. In wild areas, the birds use thorny plants pointed outward to defend against invaders. In urban areas, where natural plants are harder to come by, apparently some magpies found something just as threatening and even more durable. The researchers also found the nest of a carrion crow, a close relative of our American crow, constructed with those bird spikes. The abstract of the full paper, Bird Nests Made from Anti-Bird Spikes, begins, quote, The use of man-made, even sharp, materials for nest building in birds is well known. The first report of a crow's nest made of barbed wire dates back to 1933, and recent news reports document the use of nails, screws, and drug users' syringes in avian architecture. Here we report the first well-documented study on nests of carrion crow and Eurasian magpie that almost entirely consist of material that is meant to deter birds, anti-bird spikes. Carrion crows and Eurasian magpies tear entire strips with sharp metal pins off buildings and use them as nesting material, end quote. The news story instantly called to my mind a brilliant novelette by Robert Chilson in the December 1970 issue of Analog, Science Fiction and Fact. Ecological Niche is about a city of the future designed to exclude all wildlife. The preface says the designers forgot to design an ecology into their city, but that was all right. They got it anyway. The story prominently features whippoorwills, great-horned and barred owls, and house sparrows working their way into the city. What most captured my heart and embedded itself in my memory was Kelly Freya's full-color cover illustration depicting two little rodents on an electrical panel peeking at a blue jay, a corbid just like those magpies and crows, sitting on her nest constructed of electrical resistors and wires and lined with what looks like fiberglass insulation. 
It's funny how we can be so shocked to learn of birds and other wildlife using human inventions, yet we never think of how everything we construct is made from items we take from their world. Even that most quintessentially synthetic material, plastic, is made from petroleum extracted from the natural world. We think anti-bird spikes, owl decoys, and other devices will keep birds away, but birds have a way of working their way in anyway. Where else are they to go? What else are they to use? The first poem in Robinson Jeffers' beautiful poetry collection, Not Man Apart, concludes with the lines, Integrity is wholeness. The greatest beauty is organic wholeness, the wholeness of life and things, the divine beauty of the universe. Love that, not man apart from that, or else you will share man's pitiful confusions or drown in despair when his days darken. Yes, we're not man apart, and anti-bird technology really doesn't work in the long run. We're all in this together, and yes, I mean all of us. I'm Laura Erickson, speaking for the birds.